0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heppernan, and television star Troy Darty joins us today and later on the show the mystical Doe Powero will be with us. So stay tuned. This is gonna be a very, very fun show today. This is Patrick O'Heffernan, your host on Music Friday Live. And I want to remind everybody that this is your show, that the audience uh, can talk to the guest. That's what it's all about. So you can call in 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. If you're sitting at work and you have your earphones on and you're not really paying attention to that PowerPoint on your computer screen, but you're listening to us, you can email your questions and comments to Music. Friday Live at Gmail dot com, Music Friday Live at Gmail dot com. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
2: Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net.
1: And we're back. This is Patrick O. Heffernan at Music Friday Live. I am your host. I was hoping we were going to have a special guest this morning. I We um, <clears throat> interviewed uh, Joanna uh, Borromeo on uh, the show last Friday, and I understand that she's going to do a little surprise uh, uh, performance tonight, and uh, she was going to join us to talk about it. So if you hang on just a second, I'm going to see if we can get her on the line because it would be lots of fun to have her come on and tell us what she is doing tonight. So, we're going to call her. This is something we don't usually do, but we're going to give it a, a try, okay? So, here we go. And you may even hear some, some dialing numbers. There we go. We're getting some dialing numbers, okay? We'll see if Joanna listening. Hello? Hi, Joanna. Hi there, Patrick Heppernan. Hi there, you are. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I just dialed
3: in, and uh, and then you called, so here here we my, are.
1: That's why my producer is making funny sound, funny signs at me through the the window there. Okay, well, I understand that you are going to be on stage tonight in Los Angeles. Can you tell us about it?
3: Yes, um, I'm going to be playing at the State Social House and uh, it's for a showcase called the Sh- Champagne Social and it's presented by um, a group of A&R scouts that are based in L.A. and New York and uh, their collective is called The Next to Shine and uh, so that's happening tonight at the State Social House at 7 p.m. Well, the doors open at 7, music's on at 8 um, but it's important that uh, if anybody wants to attend they got to get on the guest list. Uh, to to gain entry.
1: And how do they do that?
3: Well, the best way to do that is to uh, go to my Facebook page. Um, I have a post about instructions on how to get on the guest list. Um, Just look for the Champagne Social campaign and uh, click on the link and just follow the instructions to put in the password.
1: Okay, well, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually going to be there. I don't know if I, I mentioned that, but uh, I'm going to to try to to uh, not try, but I am going to be there because I'm looking forward to that. Now, uh, you, uh, now this is uh, next to shine, but um, you already shine, so <laughs> I guess oh, gonna thank you. you. They're going to they're going to polish you up a little bit more, huh?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, this is this is going to be my first showcase in L.A., so we're pretty excited.
1: Wow, your f- very first showcase in L.A. So it's the first time all my L.A. audience is going to have a chance to see you live. And uh, you really should, because uh, you've heard her recorded music, you heard her here uh, last week. And as you know, she's wonderful. Can you give us a little bit of a um, um, a preview of what you're going to sing tonight?
3: A preview? Um, OK, yeah, I can sing a little something. Is that what you're looking for?
1: Oh, that would be wonderful. Really love that.
3: Uh, <laughs> you know, well, I'll save that. I'll save that for this evening, but I am going to be playing some selections from my uh, Juno nominated uh record called Kaleidoscope and um and then a few singles that I've released uh since then, for example, Want to Love You. Um it'll be a bunch of really great R&B uh with a bit of soul jazz in the mix, too.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Again, that's the State Social Club. That's tonight. Doors open at 7 o'clock, and you're on stage at 8, I take it, or right around there. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you so much for giving us a little tip-off, and I will see you tonight.
3: That's great. Thanks, Patrick.
1: We're going to take a a quick break right now. And uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to have a very special guest with us. So don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live.
4: Cyber Station USA is the future of radio. Get your business into the online future at the world's largest internet radio station. From banner placement on our homepage to any of our broadcaster stages. commercials on our video player, audio spots on any of our shows, or at the beginning of any of our on-demand broadcasts. Cyber Station USA offers competitive rates with a worldwide reach, a fully integrated one-stop shop social media broadcast platform. For more information, please contact our sales department at cameo at cyberstationusa.com. you're into the paranormal then you're into
1: well we're not into the paranormal (laughs) we're into music here well we've got a a couple minutes here but uh, real quick I want to remind you I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, I'm your host of Music Friday Live and I'm welcoming our listeners on CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates around the country. If you have questions or comments for our guests, call us at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or if you're sitting at work and you can't call us, email us. You can email our questions to Music Live at gmail.com. That's Music at gmail.com. We're going to take a, uh, uh, just a second here and uh, we're going to bring, introduce a new guest. But I want to tell you something, I want to give you a little bit of background here. The shift from music to the screen, any screen, is becoming easier all the time. Making videos has been part of the music process since MTV launched the music video in 1981. But moving the other way is not always as easy. Singing on stage requires some acting chops, but acting doesn't necessarily require singing chops. So when an actor can step off the screen and onto the musical stage, I pay attention. A young man who is pulling it off as the, is the actor Troy Dartery, who has just released his debut EP, Citizen's Arrest. Dartery has been co-host of Nickelodeon's Nick Studio 10. He's been a guest star on Criminal Minds, Victorious, New Girl, Mike and Molly, and many others, and then he decided to add music to his IMDb bio. His fans, who are Legion, agreed with the move, and they oversubscribed a Kickstarter campaign to produce the EP, Citizen's Arrest. It's a mix of blues and pop rock. It ranges from love song gentle to danceable energy, and he's here with us today to talk about the music move, the trip to this point, and where it goes from here. Troy, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Now, Troy, I know you started learning the piano when you were 10 years old. Have you been playing music all along or just recently decided to um, perform and record?
4: Well, music's always been a part of my life ever since I was, you know, born. So it's always been a part of, you know, my family and just, I mean, every Thanksgiving, we always gather around and play guitar and piano and sing. So it's always been a part of me.
1: Well, your influences have ranged from uh, Led Zeppelin to Radio Ready Pop. But where would you put yourself on the musical spectrum? Do, Do you fall into any kind of a genre?
4: Um, I've been told that I land in the pop, rock, country genre, and I and I think that that is correct. I mean, my influences have are, are very vast, and I have multiple, um, ranging from pop, rock, and country. I mean, Johnny Cash, Bruce Springsteen, and Murdered Five. So I, I would say that I'm pop, rock, country.
1: Okay, all right. Well, I'm sure that some of our listeners will probably uh, uh, ask that question of you. Um, I'm going to play the title song from your new EP, Citizens Arrest. I'll listen to it a little bit of our listeners' our sample. They try to control me from breaking the rules.
0: Rules are meant to be broken. They are just
1: I want to say that is a uh, that that's an excellent piece of uh, musical craftsmanship. And thank you so uh, you've got, much. You've got some very interesting sets of guitar chords in there too. So let me ask: Did you write and arrange that song?
4: I did. I write all of my songs and I arrange all of my songs as well.
1: And you did you work on those guitar chords a lot, or did they just come naturally?
4: Well, what's actually pretty funny is I was writing a solo for a different song, actually for Push on the Pedal, which is also on the EP. And the solo is actually the chords that are in Citizen's Arrest because they didn't fit with Push on the Pedal. And then I, you know, came up with lyrics and it just all fit.
1: Well, we're going to play Push on the Pedal a little later, so people can can, uh, check you up on that, all right? Now, like I said, you... Uh, You said that uh, you've been playing the uh, piano since you were 10. Um, When did you pick up the guitar?
4: Um, Around the same time. Uh, We got a piano first, and, and I was more piano, and my brother was more guitar. And then I think I was around 12 when I really started getting into the guitar because I moved to New York, and we didn't have a piano. So guitar was the only instrument that i could play and sing with that i had
1: okay well we're glad you moved back right (laughs) thank you um the lyrics to that song are kind of interesting too that's sort of a cross between a teen rebellion anthem and a call for revolution um what were you doing there since since this is this is your introduction to your audience what exactly were you doing there
4: well, I I know as a, as a teenager we all feel confined and stuff and we don't really know how to break out, per se. And the term citizen's arrest is really interesting because as a human, we always kind of question and we always wonder. And even when we, we see things on the street, we always want to step in. But sometimes we're a little afraid and we don't know what to do. So this song kind of has a range of different meanings that everybody I think can relate to.
1: Okay. All right. Well we'll we'll let everybody get a copy of it. Um and, and while we're at it, let let's tell people where they can get your music. I know it's available on iTunes and on Google Play and also uh on your website. And there's a free download too. Where's the free download?
4: The free download is on SoundCloud. which is uh,
1: is just SoundCloud.com. Okay, go to SoundCloud.com, look up Troy Doherty, that's D-O-H-E-R-T-Y, and there's a free download there. But right now, I'm going to give you a free listen, all right? This is a much much different song. Uh, The topic of Endlessly is very pop, it's unrequited love, but you got an interesting twist to it. Let's just to a little bit of uh, Endlessly. You were the one
5: for me.
0: Summer came to an end, and I wanted to be more than friends, but no, you let me go.
1: Well, there and endlessly, you've created a blues song that plays like a love song well within the pop world. It's very accessible, it's very addictive, but the lyrics range a lot deeper into the kind of cinematic, unrequited love area than most pop songs will go. And I love the piano structure, it really puts romance into it. Now, was that hard to pull all that together?
4: Well, originally i uh I wrote it on guitar, and when I heard it on piano, it just fit you know, and the lyrics with with all of my songs that I write, I try to tell a story, so it's not just words that can that don't really make any sense; they are short stories that are put to music that you can really close your eyes and visualize so putting it all together actually was easier. Than than it seems because when you have that picture, you know what needs to be there and what doesn't need to be there and what's too much and what's
1: not enough. Is that you on the piano?
4: Um, no, we had a we got a uh, a pianist to to play that and uh, and yeah, we got a pianist to play that. <laughs> okay,
1: all right, well that's that's okay. Uh, uh, a lot of people do that. In fact, there's a a movie out now called The Wrecking Crew, I don't know if you've seen it or not, which uh, okay. is about uh, a set of studio musicians from the late 60s to the uh, mid-70s who played on virtually every major rocket that, come out, that came out of Los Angeles, and most people don't know it wasn't their stars on there, so that's okay, all right? Um, that's we're talking. I will with,
4: check that out.
1: Uh, you, you should. I had the director on a couple of weeks ago. I've seen the movie. It is awesome. You, you'll love it. And I recommend it to everybody. It's playing in L.A. now. Sure. Uh, we're talking with uh, uh, Troy Dartery uh, about his debut EP, Citizen's Arrest, and you can talk to him, too. You can phone in, 347-215-7511, or you can email us, musicfridaylive at com. and we do have some email here for you, uh, Troy. Uh, this is sure. from Ronald, Ronaldo in Los Angeles, wants to know, will you still be doing TV and theater? I saw you in a play in Santa Monica.
4: Well, thank you, Ronaldo. Um And yes, I will be still doing TV and theater. It is a passion of mine. And thank you for coming to that show. That's amazing. I'm glad you came. Um, yeah. Yeah. Music and acting are both two huge passions of mine, and I plan on doing both
1: of them. Do, do you have any, uh, can you give us any uh, hints of that when we might next see you on the stage or the screen?
4: Well, I actually just finished filming a movie uh, that wrapped at, uh, in the end of March, actually, uh, called Hickey. Um, and it's a it's a comedy and it, hopefully it will come out next year and uh, it, it's going to be great. So
1: so sounds like people. a little, with a name like that, it sounds like it was a lot of fun to film. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, let's see, Roly in San Francisco writes uh, his pictures, especially uh, the album cover picture, look very young. Troy, how old are you?
4: I am eighteen, so I am I'm young, but I've got an old soul. <laughs>
1: Anybody who's been acting since they were twelve has got to have an old soul. Right? Yeah. All right. And and incidentally, for those of you who don't know, he was on stage uh, playing the artful dodger um, in in New York, I guess it was in yes. Oliver Twist, and which is not an easy part to play. Uh, no, it is Seri- not. No, and it takes a lot of energy too.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Serena in Austin says. You sound like uh, you're still experimenting with different sounds. Uh, could you ask him what his signature style is? So I'll ask you, what's your signature style, or do you know yet?
4: Well, that's a good question because with this EP, it shows a range of of harder music to the softer ballad and and the love and the, and the rebellion. And so I I don't know 100% if I know what my signature style is yet. And I think as I grow as a musician, I will learn to find that. But at the moment, I just kind of write and sing and play whatever I'm, I'm feeling. And if that changes the tone, then that just changes the tone. There's nothing I can really do until
1: I figure that out. Well, you got a lot of time to experiment, but um, uh, something off to the side, I'd like to ask you along those way, along those lines. Uh, you do a lot of things: you you sing, you act, and you write. But there's another passion in your life that really fascinates me, um, I, only because I think I could never do it, and that's park parkour free running. Could you yeah. tell us what it yeah. is and why you love it?
4: Well, part what I well. First of all, when I was younger, I played a ton of sports. Football, basketball, baseball, soccer, I played a ton of sports. But when I moved out to L.A. and when I started acting like professionally, I didn't have time for those sports, and I'm a very energized, exercise person, and I love to be outside. So what I found in Los Angeles is uh, this parkour gym called Tempest. And for those of you who don't know, parkour is is um, it's actually the definition is from moving from one place to another with using the least amount of energy. And But to put it visually, it's the people who run up walls and do flips and it's all the crazy stunts that people do in movies and how they climb up buildings and jump from one building to another. That's parkour. And they have the gym in Northridge and they also have one in South Bay that have brought the outside elements of parkour into this gym and made it very safe for people to try out new moves and to perfect their moves before taking them outside so they don't get hurt. And it's, it's quite an amazing, quite an amazing gym.
1: Um, do you, do you ever worry about getting injured? I mean, some of the parkour videos I've seen are literally death defying.
4: Well, um, there's always that little bit of fear before you go to do something. But what I've learned through parkour is that if you don't commit 100%, you're going to get hurt. So I've kind of applied that rule to my life as in with acting and with music, if you're gonna you have to commit one hundred percent. Because if you don't you might not get as far as you
1: want to well <laughs> and if you're jumping off a building that that can make a lot of a lot of difference. Yes, that could that could make a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> well we're glad that you're uh, you're committing hundred percent on everything and, and keep doing it. I, I, I imagine that when you're filming a movie the director Want you to not do any of that for a while, but uh, that is true. That is true. Yep. The insurance companies. uh, Well, we 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 mentioned um, uh, one of your other songs, uh, "Push on the Pedal," a little earlier, and uh, I want to play a little of it because um, this is one that's really positive and and, well, it's just sort of just fun.
0: You only got one shot and it's the fourth quarter You gotta bring it enough, there's no kind of soda Can't you see there's a right way and a wrong way You only got one life, you need to live it well You make the best of it all and not a living hell So when you reach that red light, hurry up and wait Take very long. A little
1: push on the pedal that you make it off change. to winding road that make you go left or right. A little push on the pedal with the turn of a wheel that makes you look at life through a new light. That sounds like the uh, the parkour philosophy with a, a banjo behind it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess that's your philosophy, right? Do everything to the utmost. Yeah.
4: That is that is where I live by.
1: Well, like I said, that's a very positive fun song, uh and uh, it it it's a totally different kind of experience than the other two songs. It's it's very country. Uh did you sit down to to say, "All right, let's let's play around with country and bring in a banjo?"
4: Well, um w- even with the other songs, I've been told that there is a little bit of country in my in my voice because because the songs tell a story. And with most country music, that's what's going on. Yeah. But with push on the pedal, even when I wrote it, it just worked as country. I couldn't think of it as any other vibe than that vibe.
1: How did you learn to write music?
4: Um, that's a good question.
1: You we know, try I to think, do good questions.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, I would love to say that it just came to me, but that is not true. I, th- I think, wow, I'm like stumped. Um, I think it kind of just came with writing in general, whether it was writing a little short story or a poem or, um a story I had to write for school, and then it just turned into songs. And when I was younger, I would write songs that today are just ridiculous because they don't make any sense. Um, but you got to start somewhere. And I started there, and it built, and as I got older, the songs got more mature and deeper and made more sense and people could connect to them. And that's that's where my writing started.
1: You know songs don't always have to make sense right oh no, uh, I know I know in fact some really good ones uh don't don't make sense on an intellectual level, but they make really good sense on a on a musical level well th- an opposite song to that one is the one I'm gonna play right now, and that's animal it's and it's it's sort of down and dirty fuck rock an One plus, one plus
0: you. A combination can't you see it, baby? Slide on over deal with little... it.
1: I said that that song is just the opposite of um, of your your gentle love songs, uh, and I get the feeling that you really liked doing that song because there's just so much energy in it. Was that lots of fun to record?
4: It was, yeah, and just getting going, animal in the in the recording studio it was it was, it was a lot of fun.
1: Well, it it shows. Well, unfortunately, we must be having a lot of fun because we're out of time. So I'm gonna to have to say uh Troy, thanks so much for uh, for being with us today on Music Friday Live.
4: Oh thank you so much for having me.
1: That's Troy Darty, the He's the artist, Citizen's Arrest is the EP, and you can follow Troy at com. That's D-O-H-E-R-T-Y.com. You can get his music on SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes, and check the Music Friday website for all the details. We try to put all the details up. Thanks again, Troy. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break right now, and when we return, Do Paro is going to be with us. She's a master of musical magic. Don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this. This is going to be so much fun.
2: Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net.
1: And we're back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and we would love to hear from you. You can call us 347 215 7511, or you can email us if you're sitting there at work with your earphones on. You can email us, and that's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, a word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Solar power is a huge win win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar, you know, because of the upfront costs. Well, Solar City allows you to go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out and they will install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility, but you use a lot less power because the sun's making it for you. Solar City pays for the system, they pay for the insurance in the system and they pay for the maintenance on the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So, if you've been ready for Solar City or you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you. It is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, I'm going to give you a phone number. You knew I was going to give you a phone number. You can call 909 618 6937, and they'll tell you all about how you can put solar on your home or business. Let me repeat that number it's 909 618 6937. And if you tell them I sent you, if you tell them Music Friday Live sent you, you'll get a discount on your order. That's 909-618-6937. Well, I met uh, Doe Paro recently at a So Far LA concert in Culver City last week. The room was so crowded that I stood literally right next to her as she sang. I mean, any closer, I would have been dodging her elbows. Turns out that was a great place to be because I got the full range of her impressive voice and I clearly heard every word of her magical lyrics. As a songwriter and a vocalist, Doe moves easily across genres and she creates new ones on the fly. Her 2012 debut album, Slow to Love, was influenced by her study of Tibetan folk opera. Her follow-up album, which, which is coming up, as she puts it, is built an entire world with the Sonics alone. Her video, Walking Backward and Born Whole, are visual enchantment in themselves. Paaro has uh, traveled the world by herself. She studied in India. She's moved from Brooklyn to Los Angeles. She released her first album at the age of 15, and at one point she put music all together. But fortunately for us... She's back in front of the microphone and back in front of the video camera making stunning music and stunning images. And even more fortunately for us, she's right here. Doe, welcome to Music Friday Live.
6: Thanks, Patrick.
1: I have to confess that I did not know your music until I sat next to you at that uh, SoFar LA and uh, listened to you create kind of an alternative reality inside of a music agency office. And I want you to know I'm now a very big fan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, but with, with with good with good reason, very good reason. Um, I'm gonna, I've, I've got four of your songs queued up, uh, but uh, I and some from albums, some released or in pairs, and all of them are very different. But uh, this one is especially stirring. Again, that song is Born Whole, and and, and it it takes me back to the Monday night sit at the Spirit Rock Meditation Center. You managed to create the feel of nothingness in space and time as a frame for loss and tragedy. It's just really remarkable. Did that derive partially from your stunning of the Lamo Tibetan uh, folk singing? Definitely. I
6: think... Part of training in the Tibetan opera is just having access to these otherworldly scales that I'd never heard before, being from the West. And um, I wrote that song right when I got back to the States. So it was definitely influenced by that. And I was also doing these, like, 10-day silent meditation retreats. So I was very empty in terms of the nothingness aspect.
1: (laughs) That'll do it. Well, you've got some lines in there, and I I listened carefully to the lines. We were born whole, we become half, drumming through her soul as she plucks out the lemongrass. Well, born whole and aging to half resonates with me. But lemongrass, lemongrass is a key ingredient in Southeast Asian cooking. Does it stand for something or am I being too literal? No,
6: not too literal at all. Um, The song was inspired by a woman I met when I was at one of these meditation centers um, who was Cambodian and had lost her husband in Cambodia and she was telling me her story um about uh him and her loss of him and how when he died she was pregnant and she had a child and she said you know I just felt like half a person and I would go every day through to this river and just pray for him to to be alive and to come back like she couldn't accept it um and when she said half a person, it, that really, really struck me. And, um, of course, I was sort of setting the song from her roots in Cambodia.
1: Well, well much of your, uh, your your music, to me, uh, seems like it's about loss, about what was and is no longer. But there's one song you've, you've got that I really love that um, is about not worrying about what have, might have been. Play a little bit First of all, that's uh, what I call intelligent pop. It's got beat, it's got hooks, it builds and bridges and all the pieces of pop radio play. But it also says something, or at least I think it does, very thought-provoking. Guess there's peace in cause and effect. I know, I know, well aware that nothing lasts forever. Hard not to take it personal. That is a great mystery. The contentment of thinking you know a cause and effect when the universe is random and stochastic. Um, that last was mine. Uh, then you move from the personal to the universal and back again. That, that That's quite a song. Where did that song come from? Uh,
6: absolutely. I mean, that's the idea. It came from a collection of experiences, really. And um, at the end of that, those experiences, they're wondering, well, how do I make sense of my regret? And it's really that. It's like it's there's karma, and, and that's, Sometimes the only piece you can find is that um, when things haven't worked out or other people have perceivedly harmed you, it's like things are gonna. Every action has a reaction, and you can't take that personal.
1: The the interplay there um, of between cause and effect, and that uh, nothing lasts forever. I mean, those are pretty deep concepts, particularly in a pop song. Uh, and of course being westerners we live in cause and effect and uh what you're doing there at least it seems to me is you're introducing the idea just as you said that well you know there's there's karma too and then maybe maybe it's not all cause and effect so i think i think you've pulled off something pretty pretty interesting there in that one thank you um, we're talking with uh, Do Paro, and you can talk with her. You can call in 347 215 or you can email in at musicfridaylive at gmail.com and we have some email coming in now. We have uh, uh, Sensei in uh, Seattle. It's an interesting name, Sensei in Seattle. And Sensei wants to know, do you ever go on tour and when you do, what's your band?
2: I
6: do go on tour, and we will definitely be touring with um, this next record that's coming out in the fall. And usually I play with a four-piece band, or sometimes three-piece, and it's me on vocals and a spin, uh player, bass, and drums.
1: And you say you have a new record coming out in the fall. Let's talk about the new record that's coming out in the fall. Sure.
6: Um, we I produced the record over the last year with um, some of the guys from Bon Iver, Sean Carey, uh, who has his own project called S. Carey, and this guy, B.J. Burton, who's involved in a whole bunch of future future music projects that are really amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, it was created in Wisconsin over three of the seasons, from fall to winter and spring, and I think the seasonality and the the nature in that part of the world is really present in the songs.
1: And when and you, do you have a, a date yet or an approximate release time?
6: Most likely, it'll be September.
1: Okay, and and that and that uh, that's the the album after. Yes. And some of the songs that we're playing today may or may not be on on after.
4: Correct. <laughs> okay. All right. Exactly. Well, Too specific. Big
1: mystery. So, how can people then keep track of you and when that album comes out?
6: Um, I'm definitely going to be posting a lot on my website, which is com and also our Facebook page, facebookcom
1: Okay, so follow her on her both her Facebook page and her website, <laughs> and uh, you'll find out when that new album's coming out, and then you can we can answer the great mystery as to what songs are going to be <laughs> on it. Okay, now you've traveled a great deal by many people's standards, and and you've moved from your home in Brooklyn to los angeles now some people will call your traveling wanderlust but i wonder though are you looking for a home or is home kind of inside your head no matter where you are
6: i think home is within yeah within myself and within my songs and within my creations and that in itself is a good meditation for me to try to be able to find that wherever i go
1: well, the reason I asked that question is, as I mentioned, much of your music is about loss, and, and loss is something that happens when you move or move on. Um, and yet you're very young. Um, so where does the lament for loss and tragedy come from?
6: Whew. Um, hmm. You know, I think a lot of songwriters have this this problem <laughs> where their inspiration comes from those moments of loss because those are the most vulnerable times where... Um, you just can't escape yourself and and your reality, and you have to make something that's true, um, which is an interesting complex. It's like Lucky Lee has that song, Sadness is a Blessing, and I, I think that that's partially what she's speaking about there.
1: Well, well, I, I know we've talked about the fact that you meditate, and for those who don't meditate, when you do it regularly at times, it can kind of erase the here and now and introduce the limitless. When you meditate, do you hear music? Because your music has that kind of limitless feel that that you – so do you hear it at times?
6: You know, when I meditate, I try to shut everything off because I hear music all the time, and I feel like those pauses, those disconnections to get connected in a sense. It's like with that sort of silence, then I can really channel a deeper sound.
1: Okay. Well, of course, when, when anybody meditates, one of the things they try to do is shut everything off. Without, at least in my case, without a great deal of success, but uh, that's the way it is, <laughs> all right, you know, you have to work at that one, all right? Now, uh, all I there. alluded, yeah, right, uh, I, I alluded to uh, the video for the song, um, uh, Walking Back to in the Introduction, There's so many layers in this song, the song itself, I, I want to play it a bit up here. Why
7: you gotta be so mean, the The trees take off their clothes and they lay down on the road Thinking about a friend back home
1: Find no eyes to lock with mine. No way we could thrive when the city is dying. <laughs> Dogs bark in tunnels. The shadows have gone to sleep. Uh, wow, <laughs> you have written songs in in the dead of a four month long winter. You've written songs, as you just said, al- uh, alone in a wooden cabin. You've recorded in an isolated ranch in Wisconsin. And now you're in the world center of buzzing color and noise and traffic and movement, one of the most alive cities in the world. Um, Is this move to L.A., is it walking forward, and that one of the birds that have taken the color um, is moving to L.A.?
6: One can only hope, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do think, you know, I feel a, a stronger connection in nature here in California, um, just being so close to the elements with the ocean and everything. Um, even though there's ocean in New York City, too. But, um, you know, that song is really based on on this, I, this observation I was having in New York of, of feeling like nature was really hurting there.
1: We'll get, get back to that. Was that song about New York?
6: It was about New York. I was just walking mm. through the city one day, and I was walking by the river, and I saw all these little swirling patterns, kind of going clockwise and counterclockwise. And I was like, oh, my God, this river is so out of balance. And um, we in the city, I mean, I feel out of balance sometimes. We're out of balance because nature is out of balance. And um, that relationship is very important.
1: (laughs) Of course, I I can hear all my New York friends saying, what about that line that when the city is dying, isn't uh, L.A. about to run out of water? but that's yeah. another <laughs> that's true that, that's definitely that's true. A, yes. Uh, um that's another another topic however. Uh we got an email here for you. Um Omer in Dallas wants to know if you've ever played at South by Southwest.
6: I have played at South by Southwest. Um we took this year off, but I've played there the last 3 years.
1: And how were you received?
6: It's been great. I I love um, going to South by Southwest. It's so cool to see all these people who are excited about music and also to get co-inspired by the other musicians who are, you know, doing really interesting things and uh, to be able to share what what I've been working on.
1: Okay. Uh, We've got uh, Siegelson in Pasadena, and Siegelson wants to know, when you perform live, can you do all the same sound effects? Mm
6: -hmm. Um, We try to replicate the record as closely as we can and you know that's uh continuous practice and trial and error but in general that's the goal
1: and there's a lot of technology out there now that that allows you to essentially bring the studio to the stage isn't there absolutely and, and it's a, it's and a hard mix
6: between replicating it and trying to at the same time have something spontaneous and and organic you know
1: okay uh uh, Tomali in um, Oakland wants to know: Has LA changed your music, or are you changing LA's music? That's an interesting <laughs> question, particularly for <to> somebody in <laughs> um, Northern California.
6: I don't, I don't know if I can claim to to change LA's music. Um, LA is changing my music, though. It's a good, good question. I, I feel like, despite the fact that I try to be really internal and that I say things like. You know, my home is within me. It's, it's very much also about inspiration from outside of myself, and I think just being in the sun and um, being around this really healthy environment—it's—it's uh, it's making me question being able to write from a place not of loss, but of also fulfillment
1: too. Were you um, were you classically trained with your voice?
6: No, I'm totally self-trained.
1: Self-trained because you you have that kind of bell-clear quality and um uh, s- modulation skill that you get from training, but you've you've never had vocal training.
6: No, uh when I went to India a few years ago for the first time, that was the first real training I'd had and of course that was Tibetan.
1: What is is, is Tibetan vocal training like?
6: <laughs> um I think it, there's, it's kind of lawless because they don't usually train Westerners. But I had heard this singing and went up to um, this conservatory where I'd heard the singing, and it was all Tibetan musicians and asked if he would train me, if I could learn. And um, the teacher there was like, well, we can't train you unless you're a singer. And I was like, oh, I'm a singer. And I, I'm singing back in New York. And he was like, well, if you if you come every day for a month for the minimum, an hour a day, I'll train you. Um, so I committed to that, and it was basically him singing in Tibetan, me writing out the words in my English of what I thought he was saying, and then just repeating over and over again, going back and forth. And, and of course, he explained to me the meaning behind the words, which are mostly Buddhist parables.
1: Wow. Wow. And, and did he give you um, um, pointers on, on how to modulate your voice?
6: Definitely. Um and there's so many subtleties in Tibetan music. It's truly amazing. So things that I wasn't even hearing, he would be like, no, you need to sing it like this. And I was like, I don't even hear what you're talking about. And then eventually my ear got really sensitive. And um, that was that's cool.
1: It, it, I guess it sounds like it's kind of like meditation where all of a sudden after months and months and months, it just happens.
6: Yes, Exactly.
1: Um, Recife in New York City wants to know if you're ever coming back or at least will perform in New York City.
6: Definitely. I still have a lot of family in New York and um, a band in New York, so we'll definitely be playing there this year.
1: So you have a band in New York and you have a band here in L.A. too?
6: I'm currently setting up the band in L.A.
1: Okay. All right. Well, when I saw you at So Far, you were singing um, – essentially a cappella with with a guitar um uh, accompaniment and it worked really really well too i might say uh we are beginning to get close on time um uh, but we do have time for for one more song and i want to play uh this is see me now <laughs>
7: Walking down the same street I once walked with you Trying to find something to miss, Anything to move it through It's not enough i become a stranger in the city, city. any in my own body And when I see something that reminds me of you I wonder Me, have I become quite
1: I love the question that you ask in that song. What is joy if it's joy alone? That is a very profound question. And and I love the picture you paint. I am dancing in the full moon of my life. Um, that's so powerfully written and so powerfully performed. I have to ask, is that based on your life?
6: Yeah, this is a really personal song for me, for sure.
1: So you lost someone who was your joy. Well, it, it you man, you you put that in there very much and, and the way you did it, what is joy if, if it's joy alone? Um is that something you you, you meditate on, that question?
6: Definitely, because I wanna be able to experience joy alone. I wanna feel like a complete person, you know, outside of needing anyone else, but we're human <laughs> in our aspirations, even if, if that's what you want. It's like it's so beautiful. Um to be able to share this life with other people. That's what it's all about.
1: Well, of course, meditation is very much alone. Now, there's a question Mm -hmm. as to whether or not it's joy. Exactly. I don't know. I don't think either of us can answer that one.
6: No, (laughs) I can't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have a number of people who who want to know what your songwriting process is like. Um, Let's see. We have Abbott in Boston who wants to know, uh, do you... Write the words first and then structure the music. Uh, does the music come to you when you're sleeping or meditating and then you write words to it? Do, do both happen or am I totally wrong on all of these?
4: <laughs> I
6: I think it's a mix of both. I always come to writing with a question or a concept um, or some inspiration from somewhere for the content. So like in that song, See Me Now, it's actually really interesting. I heard someone on the train when I was in New York um, who was homeless, and he was talking to a friend of his, and I couldn't unlisten. It was just like the loudest words in my ear, and he was saying, you know, I have so much knowledge, but everyone just knocks me off. or doesn't take me seriously, and he was like, I'm a teacher. i no student. I'm a preacher without a pulpit. I am, you know, totally alone, but I have so much love to give, and I was just like, that's it. So that's where See Me Now came from with direct inspiration. And um but sometimes I'll be sleeping, I'll wake up with a melody in a dream and I'll just hit my voice memo on my phone and kind of record it for another day.
1: Okay. Well regardless of the genesis of your music, uh it's joy for us and it makes us dance in the sunlight as well as in the moon. Uh Doe I want to thank you so much for being with us today.
6: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure
1: now, before we leave, uh, let's make sure that people know where they can follow you. So why don't you give us your website?
6: Sure. So it's www.doparo.com, and that's D-O-E-P-A-O-R-O. And then um, on the Facebook page, I'm updating pretty regularly.
1: And you can also get your music on <laughs> iTunes and on SoundCloud, too. And also... A lot of people have emailed in. Uh, They want to know, do you play um, on stages around Los Angeles? Uh, So what's the story on personal appearances?
6: Um, I'm going to be playing a lot more as I start setting up my, my band here, and that'll be happening in the next few months. So for sure, keep posted with
1: us. Okay, good. Well, thank you so much. And when you do, let us know so we can have you back on to promote it, and also I can go myself.
6: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network and the Blog Talk Radio Network and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com forward slash music Friday. Be here next Friday for some great music, and we're going to keep it quiet because we may have somebody really, really special. Now, of course, everybody we have is really, really special, but uh, you'll know who this one is. So follow our Twitter feed and ch- keep checking back on the Facebook page and the website and to find out who's on next Friday because this is going to be even more fun. We'll update you on our guests. And right now, I want to say goodnight, everybody, and have a great musical weekend. And we're going to leave you with Walking Backwards by Do Paro. Strange
7: river rolling Moved as it pushed by green Gotta be so mean Dead at the root No earth to cling to The trees take off their clothes As they lay down on the
5: road Thinking about a friend back home